Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I am your host, Peter Komalafe. This is where we talk about money and all things personal finance, where we help you make the best financial decisions possible because money is a tool and life is for living. All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about saving skills, your saving skills specifically. Now, I can say from my own journey, and many of you will know this already, I used to be really, really bad at saving and I had debt and all kinds of stuff. And last week we spoke about the fact that, you know, there is still a heavy reliance on credit cards and we spoke about how to break that cycle. This week we're going to take it one step further. We're going to talk about saving skills because ultimately study shows us that there are in one in four people have less than 100 pounds in savings. And when you think of it like that, it's a pretty shocking statistic. However, it is a very, very real statistic. And in times like this where we're seeing interest rates rise, we're still in the middle of a cost of living crisis, believe it or not. Um, the fact that one in four people does not have £100 in savings is, is pretty staggering. So we're going to talk about how you might be able to improve that. And I'm going to be joined by um, some colleagues, some ex-colleagues at uh, Wealthify, actually, who are doing something in this arena. And I do have a very clear call to action to you listening and watching this uh, today, because we need your participation to ensure that we're able to build something that is going to be tangible and going to be beneficial to not just you, but other people also in the country. So for today's episode, I'm actually joined by Simon Holland uh, from Wealthify. I'm going to bring him in now. Simon, thank you so much for for joining us. Morning, Pete. Um, Hi, everybody. Thank you very much for having me on. Fantastic. So uh, to start off with, can you just give a brief introduction to you, just for those of you who obviously don't know you and don't know of Wealthify? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Simon Holland. Uh, I'm the Chief Product Officer at Wealthify. Uh, that's a grandy title, but what that really means is I've got a team of people um, you know, really talented and they look after building out our products and services so that they work for customers uh, that want to come with Wealthify. Um, Wealthify is a robo-investor. Um, we launched back in sort of 2016. Um, and what a robo-investor is, is you're able to come to us and invest your money really simply. Um, you choose a risk level uh, between one and five. You can choose ethical investments or original investments. Uh, and then we do all of that investment management for you. So we make sure that we're investing in the right things, giving you a really kind of well-managed, diversified portfolio for growth. Um, uh, and so, yeah, super excited to be on here today uh, to talk about savings. I know as an investment firm, perhaps that might feel, seem a little bit uh, <laughs> sort of odd. Um, but, you know, the, the first thing really is to kind of sort out savings uh, and there's so much pressure in the environment at the moment in terms of on people's money, costs are going up, uh, lots of challenges. So I think it's really important to kind of talk about that. Um, and, you know, you've talked in your kind of previous podcast about it. So I think it's a really interesting topic that we're both aligned on. Absolutely. So like I've already said in the kind of intro to this, and I, I found this out researching my book, actually, one in four people have less than £100 in savings. Again, it's, it's, it's a bit of a shocking um, statistic, but I'm at the same time, I'm not surprised. And I think in times like this, it's likely going to be even worse, really, to be honest. So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, for you, what do you think is the the impact of the lack of savings um, sort of for for UK holders in at the moment, particularly with what you do, being the fact that, you know, Wealthify is a robo-investor? Yeah, and you're right, that stat is really scary because that's at £100, right? And that is probably not enough savings, um, mm-hmm. for most people to have in place uh, a kind of safety net or a buffer um, so that they're prepared for like if something goes wrong uh, you know the classic of like waking up one morning having a cold shower because your boiler's like gone 
like all sorts of things like are happening at the moment. Um, and so, you know, having a, a safety net is really important. Um, and so, yeah, I'm talking about putting cash aside, not for growth, which is what kind of investing, what Wealthify really focuses on for customers, but really just making sure that you're prepared for the unexpected, um, like the annoying things that happen. You're like, well, I really don't have enough money for that. Um, and talking to your kind of earlier point, like if you aren't uh, sat with cash uh, to cover those off, then you often end up going down a debt route um, and that has you know, additional costs, et cetera. Um, so yeah, it's really about kind of being prepared for things that you don't know about, which is slightly like unrewarding, really. You're kind of putting money aside for something that, that you're not really like thinking about or aware of. So it doesn't feel particularly exciting. And certainly historically where we've had interest rates really, really, really low, it's been even less interesting, right? So I'm not surprised in the stat. Um, but actually now, yeah, at least cash savings rates are a point that they're kind of interesting enough to engage you to say, well, actually, maybe I should put some money aside and at least somebody will give me some money. Um, so, yeah, but it's all about really making sure that you're in a position to be kind of okay if the worst happens. Yeah. Uh, we always talk about emergency funds and, and the fact that that's an important kind of thing to start kind of build i've often often found that you and you kind of alluded to it there is this psychological factor though that it's like well i'm putting money aside for something that may drain away that money eventually and it feels as though it's not being put to good use and i think from a psychological point of view that's definitely a hurdle that, to get round in your head like i'm putting money aside it's not necessarily going to be working with low interest rates and you're telling me I can't put it to work, but I need to have this money there. It's it's a weird psychological kind of like thing to get your head around. What do you do? You think that has a bit of an impact? Certainly, because obviously, from an investing point of view, having some money, some cash available to allow you to invest properly without having to access it is is crucial for success. Yeah, it is. And, and like money's really complex. Um, and like it's one of those, the classic, uh, you know, people don't talk enough about money. Uh, I think that is definitely true. And so that means you're sat with kind of uh, your own little kind of monkey on your shoulder telling you like, well, actually, I'd, I'd rather spend it on me today. Like, uh, you yeah, I've, I've worked hard, like uh, I've worked hard this month, I've put in some extra shifts or whatever. And, and you're like, well, I want to kind of reward myself. Um, and so I, I recognize that that's the challenge because you're, you're saying, well, I'm, I could either reward myself or I could put it aside for not much reward in the, in the kind of short term. And I often think that the kind of the reward really is that like you're kind of prepared and that means that you've got a bit of headspace to, to be a little bit less stressed about what happens if something goes wrong or if something costs more than you expect. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's loads of uh, kind of challenges mentally uh, that people have around uh, putting money aside. I think you mentioned about investments. So, yeah, Wealthify is an investments firm, uh, and what we do is make sure um, by sort of uh, a suitability test that customers have got some money set aside for those eventualities. And the reason it's really important for investing is investing is not about trying to time the market from our perspective. It's about being mm -hmm. able to take long-term opportunities for growth. Um, and so you don't want to have pressure on that money. You don't want to have, like, to think, oh, actually, well, you know, I'll go back to my boiler example. Um, like the boiler's gone bust, so I'm going to take some money out of my investments. Because if those investments, you know, because of uh, performance, current market conditions, whatever, um, are you know haven't achieved growth and might be at a loss, you're crystallising that loss. If you don't sell out those investments, like you're just looking at a loss on a page, and then it, you know, the idea is that in the long term those uh, investments will grow. Um, and so you want to avoid having pressure on that money. 
And so that's why having cash savings means that you've kind of got that kind of buffer uh, that gives you, I call it kind of like headspace um, to, to be able to think and go, well, okay, I don't need to do anything with the money that's invested because I've got some money here. Yeah. So as a, as a provider then on the investment side, you're saying you do kind of like you onboarding to make sure that mm. people do have money set aside. Do you see, is there a kind of a, a trend that you're seeing at the moment in terms of the the amounts or the amount of people that have money comfortably set aside to give them the best start on the investment journey? Yeah. So um, within our kind of onboarding flow, we have like ask you different questions about um, how you approach risk and what you think to risk um, and also what your kind of outgoings are. Um, and then also what's kind of cash uh, you've got set aside. And so that really kind of helps us establish. So typically you're looking three months plus of your kind of general mm -hmm. outgoings. That means a yeah, worst case scenario, if you're made redundant, you've got a notice period and then you've got to go and find a job. Three months is kind of like where you want to be. It's pretty so yeah. That gives you a bit of space. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a little bit more than that, that's fine. Um, and, and as I say, at least it's interest rates that kind of give you a bit of return on that. Um, um, one thing I would also say is what we tend to find is people find it really helpful if that money is actually not in your current account, sometimes even with a completely different bank, so that it's kind of slightly out of sight, out of mind. Um, which sounds slightly like counter to having financial planning, but like it's it's good practice to have that pot of money and just kind of leave it. And it's really good yep. discipline and control. Um, and so, yeah, like we see customers now uh, that come in and they, they kind of pass our kind of uh, onboarding process by having that money set aside. Uh, and that's really important for them being able to go on and invest. Yeah, I think you made a good point there in terms of having that pot of money kind of separate to your current account. Because I, I, I'm a firm believer in the fact that, you know, sometimes human psychology will always allow you to kind of think, well, I've got this money if it's connected to your current account. And that could lead on to kind of other spending habits taken over and impulsivity and all that kind of stuff. So having it separately is always a nice, nice thing to actually do. So I know at the moment you guys are championing, you know, saving skills at this point in time. Tell us a little bit more about what you're doing and the reason behind what you're doing at the moment in, in this in campaign to improve people's saving skills. Yeah, sure. And so what we did um, over the last kind of year was do like a pretty big piece of research. So we spoke to 150 people in terms of like interviewing them face to face and really understanding, you know, what is your journey with money? Like what are the challenges in it and where do you start in terms of, and then how do you get more confident with money? Um, and ultimately, you know, selfishly to a point, if you get confident with money and you're comfortable, then you're able to invest because you've got enough set aside for some of these other things that we've talked mm -hmm. about. Um, and yeah, one of the key things we find is that it's getting started is the hardest thing. Um, uh, yeah, we've talked about all those kind of like mental um, challenges around it, uh, and like and everyone you know, that we've spoken to either can look back on the time when they were like, well, actually, I kind of just spent everything I earned um, and I didn't put money aside. Um, and I know that talking about it now, when there's loads of pressure and like costs are going up, it sounds odd to be saying, well, actually, let's try and get three months of money set aside. But actually, it's almost like getting started now, if you can, it is like if you haven't started and if you've, you've got less than £100, like I would say, like more than that, like getting started is key. And, and that's where the kind of saving skills element comes in. Um, and so is that kind of sitting down with yourself at the start, as soon as you've just been paid, and saying, okay, how much of that am I going to put aside? Um, and then keeping a, like a regular savings habit. 
Um, and so Wealthfire has always had um, direct debits, so you're able to invest monthly. That's good because it's not around like timing the market. It's just about continually adding to a pot and growing it. Okay. But it also yep. creates a habit, like and, and it's like a good habit. Um, and the same with cash. And the reason like we think these saving skills are good is because what they do is get you into a habit that's kind of progressive and it like immediately creates a little bit of buffer. Because if you start putting aside £10 or £50, whatever it is, every month, then you've already created £10 or £50 like that you put aside. So it, like you've already started with a tiny buffer and then you're able to start getting it a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And that was, yeah, that came out um in all of the research that we did which is either that's how you start or that's what i need to do to get started and it is kind of just getting over that hurdle of getting started um so because i recognize that if you sit here and you say it's three months worth like well, i don't have three months worth of outgoings how am i going to start and and yeah it's the skills to get started rather than the skills to miraculously have three months like yeah. of uh, outgoings yeah you're right it is the starting is the most scary thing. I mean, from people that I speak to or people that I do some coaching with, when we talk about, you know, having that financial buffer, there, there, I, there are two things that tend to happen. It's okay, how much, how much am I going to need? And then when you look at the actual numbers itself, that can be scary too, because then you work out, well, actually, if you want three months worth, if you're trying to use things like, you know, your expenses maybe, that can be quite scary when you times that number by three. So I, mm. I completely get where you're coming from when you, you say that the first step is is often the hardest and it's it's actually getting started. So how does your how does saving skills actually work in practice from you guys' point of view? Yeah, yeah so um, as I mentioned, we've kind of done a piece of research um, uh, and then we also went out and did a, like a kind of huge survey, so 4,000 plus respondents um, to really try and get into that and what we're talking about today is the next step of that which is about helping people like test out what we're doing and help us improve it um and the aim is really to um help you start understanding what is going on with your spending because you know, we've all done it like as long as you've kind of got enough money you can be a little bit glib with your spending like debit cards or like iphones make it or phones make it super easy to spend um and so there is a little bit about going okay well where is your spending going so there's that. And as you say, that typically then comes up with like a number that you're like, well, and then times it by three, that's like big. Um, and so then the next part is how do we put something in place that can automate that? And either um, by looking at you know, when you get paid and automating a, like a, a payment then to set aside some money, uh, or is it looking at like things that you spend money on that you know that like you could do without? Uh, yeah, whether you've got like a regular coffee habit um, or something like that and looking at those kinds of things and seeing if we can like make it a little bit more interesting and say, well, I know I'm uh, like spending something uh, on something I like I don't need. Um, so I'm also going to put some money aside that I might need. Yeah. And so is this going to be built in as part of the app? How is that? How is it going to take shape exactly? Yes. Yeah, so at the moment, um, we've just launched a beta for it. Um, and so if you click the link below, um, you'd be able to start joining that community um and so it's already got some skills in there and it will it's on the app um you'll be able to then have like first look uh, in terms of being able to work with the system uh and then you know give us feedback about what you think about it um and we're going to be developing there's lots of interesting things that are coming down the track about what we're developing for it but we really want kind of open and nice feedback because you know, 
money's complex, like everybody's situation is slightly different uh, and we don't want to kind of go out there and go, well, here's a one solution that fits all uh, kind of approach. Um, and so we, yeah, but the key focus is, does this help you get started? So essentially what you're trying to describe here is within the saving skills program, you're giving people the ability to to start off, to take that first step, but you're also allowing them to have the freedom of shopping around for the best interest rate and you're effectively making that connection to bring those two habits almost together, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's a thing called open banking in the UK, which is set up by the government and that allows us to connect bank accounts um, that um, users have. Um, and so what we're doing is, as you say, like helping people connect those accounts and then giving them some skills over the top of that to start that habit um, and start those savings. Um, and so that's yeah, really what we're focusing on here. Um, and then what we'll also do is what we want to do is have both an understanding of how you spend money through the account that you've linked, but also have an understanding about like how you feel about that and how you think about that. Um, mm -hmm. And so we'll be running surveys um, and each one of those surveys, we run a prize draw on them. Um, and so, you know, that could help with uh, like your savings, um, we'll be doing like cash prizes. And it's really all about kind of linking and understanding, you know, we can see how you're spending your money on your bank account. How are you like thinking about that? So we can marry up the two and create a product that kind of fits both. Yeah, I, I think the element of, um, you've mentioned a couple of times archetypes and the way you think about money and the habits. I've been saying this for the past maybe month or so because I've become really obsessed with the whole behavioral behavioral science of money, how you spend spending habits, how it all it all emanates from your experiences first and foremost, but the natural kind of um tendencies that you've settled into. And yeah. it was in right in my book that I kind of had to really think about how I broke free of some of those things and remembered I had to journal to find out what my triggers were to identify the habits, how those habits then manifested and stuff. And I think there's great work potentially in what you're doing in, in terms of trying to understand what that looks like for people and getting people to go on that journey. Because I'm a firm believer that you can give people as many practical tips as possible, but unless someone understands, okay, I behave like this or I spend like this for this reason, it's like, trying to kill a weed but you're you're pulling it up without the roots you you have to get to the root cause so i think there's a really good element to that and the fact that you're incentivizing people with with uh rewards and prizes that's really good could you tell us a little bit more about that side side of it yeah so uh, i mean i completely agree like it is about trying to create that like habit as i say and like habits are kind of hard to fall out of um, and mm -hmm. so when you're kind of spending your money, et cetera, like it's easy to fall out of like, you're like, oh, I won't do it this week. I'll do it next week or I'll do it next month. Um, yeah. And so that's why we're kind of putting these like habit pieces in. And then the surveys, so they're all about kind of understanding how you think about that um, as well. And like, does that change over time? Uh, and does that change depending on like how your spending's going? Um, and so, yeah, we want to kind of uh, offer a prize draws for people um, so that when they do the surveys, they're at least getting a little back or a kind of opportunity to win some prizes. Um, and so there's five cash prizes of a thousand pounds each time. Um, there's 10 cash prizes of a hundred pounds. Um, and there's 10 cash prizes of 10 pounds. Uh, and so that's each time you do a survey you're, you're entered into. Though. And how long is that going to be available for within, within the setup? So we've set that up now. So that's in July, uh, and then also in August. Um, and so we hope that that kind of like testing period is going to be enough to really get like a bit of an insight about how people feel about money. Uh, and also you know, it's holiday time. So like, there'll be a few different things going on with people's money and how they think about it as well. 
Um, so yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing that. Um, and we're looking forward to kind of seeing what people think of it. Brilliant. So what are the, obviously I've got a QR code here. So if you are watching this on YouTube, there's a QR code that you can go and scan right now, which will take you to um, the, the the landing page where you can actually sign up for this. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, any of the good podcast outlets, what I'll do is there will be a link in the show notes specifically for that. Um, and I'd encourage you to take part in this because, you know, I think that anything that will give you the ability to kind of learn a little bit more about how your habits are formed and how they translate to real life, I think is going to be a benefit for you in just understanding. But also if you're able to, you know, win a prize draw, if you're lucky, then that I think that's always a, a, a big bonus as well. And I think this is, I like the fact that you guys are doing this work because I think some companies can be seen to be very about, you know, profit, profit, profit. And whilst this might be a, a profit generating thing down the line, actually what you're doing in terms of helping people improve the saving skills and, and get into a savings habit, that doesn't necessarily lead to immediate reward, but it does help people on their journey to make sure that if they are investing, they can be successful because as you've already alluded, one thing you hopefully want to try and avoid is having to dig into your investment just because you need some spare cash. So I like the fact that you're actually doing this and it's something different. Yeah, we we think so. Like, and thanks very much for getting behind it. Like, we really want to take that kind of route of saying, well, actually, like, there's a whole journey that people go on with their money before they get to anywhere near investing. Uh, and actually, let's like start and help people on that journey and get more people like actually on a journey. Because as I say, like, starting is the hardest bit. Um, and so actually, the more people we can at least start, then like, yeah, that will probably work out in time. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, we're excited about it. Absolutely. Are there any kind of like final bits that you think are really, really important? Now, obviously, guys, just before, because there's a couple of things I need to kind of like read out to you and just kind of let you be aware of. You know, we have spoken a little bit about the fact that, you know, Wealthify are predominantly an investment firm. Now, clearly, if you follow me, you'll know that when you're investing, your capital is at risk. You can always get back less than you put in. And, you know, whilst Wealthify is authorized and regulated by the FCA, they're not there to give financial advice. So it's really important to understand that first and foremost. And, you know, take a little bit of ownership. A lot of the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast and on, on the YouTube channel is all about cultivating an environment and building those blocks so that you can be successful from a financial point of view, having put the right things in place in the first instance. So you're not having to go back two steps because you've missed something. And that can be quite arduous sometimes. I completely and utterly get that. But the more diligence that you have and the more diligent you are in the steps that you're taking, the better it is going to be for you in the long run. So I think it's really, really important to kind of just highlight that and to let you guys know that part to it. Not that I need to say it because you guys already know from listening and following. But, you know, Simon, are there any other kind of last kind of thoughts that you would want to kind of leave with people? Um, I, like, I think, as I said, and I've probably like said repeatedly, like getting started is like the key. And I know there's lots of financial pressures at the moment. Um, but if if you're sat there going, you know, I'm slightly concerned about like what's going on in the world, the economy, um, like uh, kind of looking at cash savings, looking at interest rates on mortgages and what that might do to rents and things like that. Like if you're sat there looking at that, like and, and you haven't started, like, that's what we're trying to help. Like just get started. It's way better than kind of looking at it and like uh, not. Um, and so that's what we want to do. Um, the, we've set up a community because we realize it's complex and we want like feedback from people. 
Um, not everything's like shiny and perfect in there because like there's loads of different stuff that we can do. Um, and we're committing to building out kind of product on this um, out through the rest of the year. Um, and this really is kind of us getting started to say, well, actually, we've got some things that we think might help. Um, and let's kind of get some feedback and then build out from there. Um, so, yeah, really excited, really, to hear what people think um, and come on the journey with us. So, actually, I need to ask you this. So, the community bit that you've got in there, is it kind of going to be kind of a mixture of a chat room, that kind of stuff? Because I often find people love to exchange their thoughts on how something's working, interest yeah. rates, and so on and so forth. That's one of the things that I love about doing YouTube Lives. There is so much conversation. And you think that we don't talk about money openly in the UK actually yeah. people want to so what are your hopes with the community what's it actually going to look like yeah so it's on a, a platform called discord um and that means we can set up like sp like specific topic based chats so that we can get people engaging on that um and also people will be able to provide us feedback so that'll be a mix of like here's a topic what like what do people think about it um and then also yeah what do people think about the features that we've got or the things that we're looking at developing um and, and so yeah as you say like People, when they find an outlet where they can kind of confidently talk about money or ask questions that they feel like slightly embarrassed talking about, like with their friends, because there's loads of like pressure about like, you feel like you should know, right? Well, like mm -hmm. nobody really mm -hmm. put a class in at school that said, here's how you should do with money. Like you're doing a fantastic job of like helping people like start getting to know about things. Um, and so, yeah, we're just creating another space where people can start having that conversation going, hey, I actually don't know about this or like. Um, I'd like to know a little bit more, or I'm doing this, like, is that a good idea? That type of thing. Um, and so, yeah, the community is also a first step for us. And we're kind of excited about where that's going to go because there's like loads of stuff that people talk about. Um, we've got like a fantastic like group of customers um, that always kind of ask us questions. Um, our customer care team are like always asking, answering questions and uh, kind of dealing with the customer's queries. But we also want to open that up a little bit because there's loads of learnings in that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, ho I hope you keep it beyond it as well because i think it's a fabulous way to like really interface with people and yeah. i don't know why it is it just feels like if something is digital there's a lot more um courage in just like i'm just going to throw this out there see what happens because there isn't that i know who you are or i can see your picture i can see your face and that stigma and that embarrassment that oftentimes people kind of feel and i think that's probably one of the the positives about having discords and digital digital channels to engage with people. Yeah, and it kind of came born out of, uh, so within Wealthify, we kind of set up a, a couple of sessions where we just had anyone from the company, relatively small company, and we kind of all relatively like know each other. Um, but, you know, we are in like financial services and investing. So there's almost a little bit of expectation in the company that like people know. And we just said, mm -hmm. hey, let's have some really frank conversation about like what people like don't know about money or what they think about money and this, that and the other. And it was kind of exciting to see that and then go, well, actually, like, let's try and like take this out and make it broader. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to being on that. Um, I know my boss, Andy, he's also looking forward to being on it. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to kind of seeing what people think uh, and what pe people want to talk about. Brilliant. Thanks for joining, Simon. Appreciate you for being here. And thank you for, for doing what you're doing as well. Um, I've got the guys in Wealthify too. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers. All right, so there we have it, guys. Um, thank you to Simon for, for joining me and thank you to Wealthify as well for supporting this episode of the podcast. Um, look, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm all about creating the habits, those things that will really put us in the best stead for success. So this kind of campaign really excites me. Um, and it's one of the reasons why when they asked me if I would like to be involved, I was like, absolutely, yes, because it 
very closely aligns with the way I see the world and the way I think things need to be done in order to be successful. And as you know, a lot of that comes from my own personal experience as well. So look, we do have a very, very clear ask for you here. And the ask is we would love you to become a tester uh, for the beta that they're going to be launching uh, literally right now. It is available right now. So there are some things that you need to know. So let me just give you the lowdown of what you need to know right now. So to become a tester, not only will you have the opportunity to help Worthify shape their exciting new products, but there will also be monthly prize draws for those who share their feedback that we've already discussed. <clears throat> so all you need to do is basically head to the uh, show notes of this episode if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, or if you're on YouTube, it will be the description. Um, you can also scan the QR code that you're seeing right now in the bottom half of this video, and you can sign up to become a beta tester. Please read the terms and conditions uh, for the prize draw because there are some t uh, terms and conditions that apply to this. Now, the prize draw are for subscribed participants who are UK resident, age 16 and above, and complete a research survey. At the end of July and August, the following prize draws will be available. So there'll be five cash prizes of 1,000 pounds. There'll be 10 cash prizes of 100 pounds and 10 cash prizes worth uh, 10 pounds. Now the surveys will open each Friday from the 14th of July to the 28th of August and must be completed before midnight on Thursday of the following week. The final survey will be submitted by, must be submitted by August 31st, 2023, which is when the competition effectively ends. Now, full terms and conditions obviously do apply for this. Now, to test the product and be able to complete the surveys, you must have the Wealthify app downloaded on you to your device. You also need to ensure that you have the most up-to-date version of the app. Otherwise, you may not be able to see the full features. So the survey can be found in the Wealthify app at the bottom of the new spending tab that will appear in the most recent version of the app. So that's at the bottom of the new spending tab. So check there for them and they drop each Friday. So you'll be able to access that every Friday. And remember, you will need to scroll to the bottom of the section to see the surveys. Quite a few things to remember, but they're important things nonetheless. I hope that by taking part, that number one, you are lucky enough to win the prize draw. If you do, please do let me know. Uh, and if you do win, you know, one of that, those 1000 prize uh, draws, then maybe buy me a beer or a coffee or something like that. But good luck to you if you do participate in this. I hope that you do. And I hope you get some insights. And I hope that, you know, you're able to get yourself going, improving your saving skills. But as always, please remember, guys, money is a tool. Life is for living. The decisions that we make now, are really important. We need to build foundations. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you are listening on Apple and Spotify, make sure that you give us a thumbs up, maybe leave us a review. That will really, really help us. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you've got value from this, please do smash the like button and consider subscribing if you haven't already. I will see you next week.